What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Insurrection Inc. podcast. We want to thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to the most epic podcast in the world, the Insurrection Inc. podcast. God, Today we have Jay, possible. Peter, and Porter, and obviously me. And we also have a really epic um, sponsor this time again. I regret letting you take the intro. <laughs> anyway, today's episode is brought to you by COVID Zero. Zero the calories, all the COVID. Thanks, Peter, for getting us that sponsor. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, they're a good drink company, not going to lie. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say I, the I, flavor, I can't bad them. The, okay. the flavor is pretty infectious, I've got to say. Yeah. It's been known to cause some side effects, but I, I think we can all ignore that. For the yeah, it has like a 3 to 6% rate of, well, let's not, not talk about that, but anyways. No. Yeah, I mean, if you're just mixed with alcohol, you, you won't feel the effects, the negative effects, so that's also working. Yep. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, it's um, like an energy drink. Oh, yeah, I have to talk, yeah, I have to talk Tim, about, about no, no, the topics Tim, you, today. You, no, Wait, you lost, please. You lost host privileges. No, 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 please. <laughs> Come on, Tim. Let's uh, Jay talk because okay, yeah. he knows Jay, what the Jay topics has to talk. are. Yeah, you, Tim. You, I'm not letting you do an intro. Go man. ahead, Jay. You said epic too too many times. Epic. Don't don't start. Don't start, Peter. I'll put you on start, the Jay, please present our topics for today. Today we've got a very special topic, one that we've kept on the back burner for uh, quite a little bit. But we are very happy to be talking about this one today. And that is the concept of fake libertarians. You know, the type of assholes that they talk a good talk until push comes to shit. And then they back away from all of their principles and try to use their following to trick people into thinking what the libertarian position should be. Which is abandon all principles when the times get tough. So uh, do we want to start off by talking about what happens to these people in general or go straight into some examples i think we should start by laying the foundation before we start naming names because we yeah. will be naming names mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh this is a topic that you want to talk about for quite a little bit porter so why don't you uh tell us a little bit about the fake libertarians and how you see them well yeah sure they're they're like, like a few different types i don't know if they fall into any strict categories because it happens in different ways but they're just people who call themselves libertarian and they generally promote libertarian ideals. And then usually what happens is they, they get stuck on some issue or some event happens that causes them to completely compromise what they believe in and then promptly make excuses for it and call anyone who disagrees with them irrational or dogmatic or whatever it is. <laughs> That's my favorite and, one, dogmatic. Yeah, dogmatic. <laughs> <laughs> you have principles you're dogmatic yeah if you have Ooh. a spine you're dogmatic <laughs> yeah that one is really fucking frustrating and we kind of decided to talk about this now because it's super relevant with all the uh coronavirus <laughs> stuff going on which i don't want to talk about anymore i'm so tired of hearing it but <laughs> yeah it is, i think we like, all are this has definitely exposed uh, a few fake libertarians um yeah with people who generally say they're for free markets, free association, free assembly. They they think they say they believe in decentralized solutions, stuff like that. <laughs> and then as soon as a uh, pandemic gets declared by the World Health Organization, which of course every libertarian should trust 100% all of the time, <laughs> right? 
Um, as soon as that happens, it's time for martial law. Police should be able to lock you in your home by force. And, and there are people who honestly believe this and call themselves libertarian. And yeah, I want to write false. more you about can't a... do that. We have to have some standards. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Like, again, I know a lot of libertarians who exist to dump their principles in order for safety, even though they always say freedom's more important than safety. Then they suddenly dump it when a big pandemic comes up. Like, personally, I think there might be a better libertarian solution than what a lot of people say there is. Because right now, a lot of people are giving shit on libertarians for what they say during the corona thing. And then they also compare libertarians to Donald Trump, because, mm -hmm. as you know, Donald Trump's not doing anything for this. He's just, you know, oh, yeah, everybody go outside, woo, stuff like that. And then the USA has a horrible rate. Peter, from what I feared is that he leaves it up to to the state level, whether they mm. want uh, to um, to push curveys and all that stuff, but I'm not too sure. What did you, what did you just say? Curveys? <laughs> I think curfews? he was trying to say curfews. Yeah, curfews. I'm, Can we go I'm sorry. a single episode on this podcast without somebody horribly mispronouncing something? <laughs> He's German. No. Leave him alone. It's all the foreigners who will mispronounce things. Me and Tim, oh, we no, will mispronounce everything. Oh my the god! The last episode, Porter couldn't say Ludwig. Oh, Ludwig. <laughs> he was like Ludwig von Mises. I said Ludwig. <laughs> I didn't pronounce. <laughs> I didn't mispronounce the last name at least. I don't. I don't know, man. That was a long episode, but hmm. but anyway, yeah. There are yeah. people who are like posting Benjamin Franklin memes, and then overnight we get the flu to Wuhan Boogaloo, and their thin blue liners <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> and isn't that so rich that these people they don't even understand what Benjamin Franklin was actually saying there? They take it completely out of context because they like how it sounds. Yeah, and, exactly. And they pull this shit because in reality, it was not that very libertarian of a quote that Benjamin Franklin was saying when he said it. But then all of these people, they're all hoorah about this. Then overnight, something, it's not even just a pandemic. I mean, they've flipped over lesser stuff. Yeah, the redheaded neocon on Twitter. Oh my gosh. Start going I was about to, names. Yeah, we were going to bring that up. <laughs> Is this the part where we start naming names? <laughs> I, I think it's hard to like go into what they do without naming the names. I think it has to be the same section, really. Yeah, I agree. Like, that was such a fucking mess. And Wait, what, what I, did what what did uh, what did she say? Yeah, we need to recap, right? Yeah, so it was when the uh, the military base in Iraq was mm -hmm. hit by. It was never confirmed that it was Iran. The way it looks is it was rebels in Iraq that have a loose connection to Iran. So obviously that means Iran did it, of course. Yeah, because <laughs> anything happens in the Middle East and it's Iran. Yeah, and so. Well she starts making all these like militaristic claims. Well, no, hold on here. You're leaving out a part. So yes, the military base was hit by some rockets from somewhere. They claimed it was a militia backed by Iran. And first of all, yeah, the, the ties to Iran are very loose and they never proved it was that militia in particular. But then uh, what happened is the U S military struck back. They, they launched like a drone strike or something on that mm -hmm. uh, militia's base. And so people in, in Iraq, um, attacked the U.S. embassy, mm -hmm. and she yeah, said, that <laughs> "Yeah, that's what she was talking about." <laughs> yes. This is the red, the redheaded libertarian on Twitter, <laughs> or one of them at least. There are like six. This is the worst one, though. <laughs> it's not even pretty. I don't understand the thirst trap. But uh, yeah, somewhere in there, 
I can't go back and see the tweets anymore because I got blocked. <laughs> um, <but laughs> we all did, dude. We all yeah, did. I know. Like three I four, don't think I was out. blocked because I wasn't even on Twitter at that time. Yeah, somewhere in there she defended uh, the right to conquest because she was saying that our <laughs> our embassy was sovereign oh, soil or boy. something. We had the right to respond. Um, mm-hmm. And people were like challenging that notion. Like, is it really our, our rightful land? And someone noted that it had been like stolen from the people who lived there before, basically. And she said, um, I, what was the exact wording, Jay? Do you remember something? Nah, dude, what was this like two, three months ago almost? Yeah, anyway, something about like property by conquest is legitimate property. That was basically the tweet. Mm. Yeah, and I people think it was jumped on her for that. Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess she's saying Israel is legitimate, so. <laughs> which yeah. bird or kiss he actually did an episode with biting the bullet after that shit happened and he like brought a whole fucking list of just like looking into national law international law all of that literally nothing she said actually held up to law in anywhere not in iraq not in america not with the un nothing an embassy is not sovereign soil it, you, you don't own it. It's rented out to you by the host country, and they kick you out at any moment, and you can't right, say exactly. anything about it. And you, you can't start bombing Iran because your embassy got attacked in a country you shouldn't even be in. Yeah, exactly. why do you have military camps there in the first place? That's the question. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's a whole other episode, man. <laughs> that's yeah, a whole yeah. other episode. I think the answer should be clear, uh, that there shouldn't be any military bases there. <laughs> No, it's well, just US our first general principle is if you're going to call yourself libertarian, you have to believe in property rights. Right? Yeah. At least at least some form of property rights. Like but to to say that conquest is okay, like literally no libertarian believes that. Yeah, not, not even like Lib Left entirely hates that and then Lib Right hates it as well. Lib so Left like, doesn't count because they not don't care libertarian at all. What would that matter that Lib Left cares about that? They don't believe in property at all. Well, some of them do. Like, yeah, some do, but it's like an icky to some extent, definition of property. It's like, well, like the yeah, kind individualist of anarchists believe in property still. They're, they're like more on the left, but like that's what I'm saying. Even they can somewhat be considered libertarians, just inconsistent ones. Whereas if you believe that, if you believe in a right to conquest, you're not a libertarian at all. No, you're really not. <laughs> yeah, that's like full on, like no. And that was that one was really surprising because I followed her for quite a little bit just passively, and I was like, eh, I figured this is just a normie libertarian. Nope, nope, full on. No, she's actively shit. malicious. Yeah. And the problem is, like you said, she's a thirst trap, and so there were people yeah. jumping to defend her. Uh, so <laughs> she's like turning all these other reasonable people into neocons just because they think she's gonna like their tweet and that gets them <laughs> yeah. hard or something. I don't know. No, I defended time. you. Send me, send me feet pics. I defended you from the libertarians. I am the master yeah, it's like of Neocon simp. Simping. I will simp I for you, Neocon. And it hurt so much because like you would see the actual responses that were critiquing her would have like five likes, and then all of a sudden, all the white knights coming to her defense had like hundreds of likes. And it's, what the fuck are you pathetic ass bitches doing? You really think that a crumb of digital coochie is worth your principles? Like, you're not even doing this for a real girl. You're doing this for one that I'm, I'm pretty sure is married, first off. And second off... It's an e-girl. It's an e-girl. What are you going to get? 
She's not going to DM you saying, oh, thank you. Thank you for saving me from those mean libertarians. I'm going to fly over there right now and suck your fat, greasy <laughs> cock. It's like, it's not going to happen. I mean, maybe, maybe they just want feed pics. It's possible. But that's uh, fucking disgusting. I don't think I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's an even worse excuse. I mean, it, you would be more justified in defending her if you believe that she was going to fly over there and suck your dick instead of wanting feet pics. Yeah. <laughs> I will die by that. If you want feet yeah. pics, if you don't like feet, stop listening to the show. And <laughs> of our hey, hey, hey. <laughs> we don't discriminate here. Yeah, we don't discriminate. Yes, we fucking do. Oh, that's, yeah, I was about to say, that's not true Besides furries, <laughs> everything is acceptable. Oh, yeah, we discriminate for, against furries. Peter, get the fuck yeah. off the show. Come on. Yep. Okay, right, but actually, let's yeah. talk about another fake libertarian. Well, hold on. Before we move I... on, I want to do one more thing. I want to give a shout out to Alex Utopium on Twitter because he had probably the best response. All of us consistent libertarians were dunking on her. But the best one was she actually engaged with him, mm-hmm. unlike most of the people who she just outright blocked, like me. But she engaged with Alex Utopium when he responded to her conquest tweet. And I don't remember what her response was, but... um. I'm sorry, there's a military jet flying overhead. Just got distracted a little bit. Uh, I don't know what her exact <laughs> response was, but <laughs> here it comes. Order's going to get fucking carpet bombed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, hmm. he said, so is it okay if the protesters overrun the embassy then? It's theirs, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that was when she blocked him. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was, that was the best tweet. It just shows the complete inconsistency of her. And yeah. Um, it, it was a good dog pile, but yeah, like Peter said, let's move on to some other fake friends. No, before, yeah. we, get to the, before we get to the one that Peter wants to bring up, because I know who he wants to bring up, let's mm-hmm. uh, let's just touch real quick. Recently, that Ben Shapiro took the political compass test, Ooh. and, and he, he got like off libertarian center, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's pretty accurate, but you know, I I think it should make me more libertarian." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh boy, like, what is libertarian about you, dude? Wait, did, uh, you said I mean, off libertarian center. Did you mean off right center? Yeah, no, he no, went. He was, like, he was like five right and like zero point five libertarian something. Oh, okay, like yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was, like, so he was the just the So typical fucking neocon, you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> he got that. Yeah, so, he but, got that negative point five just because <laughs> of uh, like he he sometimes pretends to believe in free markets. <laughs> yeah, or no, he sometimes cares. Or like he's not completely pro, like he's slightly progressive, something like that. Yeah, That's he's not a complete communist there. yet, right? Yeah, unlike Tucker Carlson. <laughs> yeah, right wing syndicalism. Have you ever seen that video where it's like it's him doing one of his opening show monologues, and they have the political compass over him, and it starts with off right, and it just starts. Yeah, they're just slowly moving to off left. Yeah, because yeah, he starts talking about class warfare. Or yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, Tucker embraced that's, that, that's that's probably the reason why a lot of so-called paleocons really love him because he's more. How you pronounce things? Hmm. I hate how you pronounce things. Come on, it's... Uh, it triggers my head, You can't do this. He's a foreigner. He's got to pronounce triggers, things like I pronounce things. It triggers... No, but you worse. have less of an excuse. You have less of an excuse, Peter. Yeah, I know. I Peter, you're well, a native English speaker. Yeah, well, I'm actually <laughs> yeah. ESL. I My first language was Polish, and then I learned English in kindergarten. Oh, I actually didn't know that. No, you're not ESL. Yeah. You're Asperger's. That's what you fucking Still, are. fuck you. Yeah, basically <laughs> autism, yeah. 
Same thing. <laughs> okay, Tim Howard, Dildo, please, please. Sorry. please. I, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let's okay, I, I think you know what I mean. I think that's the reason yeah. why a lot of these fake Piliu cons uh, <laughs> like him, because he's more, actually, he's more uh, regarding uh, economical topics. He's more, a bit more left-wing than most a conservatives. Quite a bit more. Yeah, quite a bit. <laughs> He said he would have endorsed Elizabeth Warren if she wasn't like culturally progressive. Yeah, yeah he which says sounds the Republican like... Party is dominated by libertarians. Yeah, <laughs> and really they adhere... he literally said that they ad- adhere to the Austrian school of economics. Really? He didn't just say that. He said <sighs> that about all of DC. Yeah, <laughs> like, the, like the general government. Where yes, on that... earth follows Austrian economics? There's literally nowhere that does, except for a couple small micronations. And, like, I don't know why people think libertarians somehow control the world. We have no influence in politics, except for in some small areas. Well, hey, apparently it's our fault that Cartoon Network supports transgendered. Yeah. Yeah. The extremely yeah. libertarian okay, uh, federal you know government. This All leads those Austrians into... in the Federal Reserve. Liberty Hangout. This oh. guy, like, mm. he has the ANCAP flag on his thing. It's and not like, one guy, if it's you not actually. It's not a guy. Look, it's not a guy. No, it's, it's a, guy, a guy, and it's it's Caitlin. It's the guy. I think Caitlin Bennett is his girlfriend, right? Wait, yeah, no, he does his retreat. I thought they were an Caitlin. organization. They have like a whole uh, website so and everything. Yeah, I think they have multiple yeah. people. But, but I basically, think, like, the founder of it. I think he's dating Caitlin Bennett. Yeah, he definitely is. Yeah, or something like that. They're they're associated. Like she's with Liberty Hangout. Yeah. No, but this person's like literally. He'd rather live under a monarchy than a liberal democracy. Not, no, not just a monarchy. A Catholic monarchy. Yeah, Catholic. Well, I mean, it's yeah. I know. I was the uh, one like five years, four years ago, something like that. And then, yeah, like, what's more libertarian than a theocratic fascist monarchy? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I can obviously understand if defending you're, your conquered territory is more libertarian. If you argue like Hopper in in regard to democracy and monarchy, I think it's okay. But I don't know what Liberty Hangout is saying. It's just cringe. Yeah, but Liberty Hangout wasn't saying that I prefer neither, but if I had to pick one. No, he was saying, I would rather live under this than that. Yeah. As in, like, this is his ideal. This is what he wants to achieve. And are we gonna piss off people if we talk about Borderitarians? Because that's what Liberty Hangout are. They're like closed border libertarians. They're neocons. Liberty Hangout's not even libertarian anymore. Yeah, I don't want to even libertarian after that. They don't have like libertarian economics. They don't have anything related. Like, see, the thing about Liberite is it's a bit more flexible on social, but they're like completely conservative authoritarian here. So they're not even libertarian social. That's about it. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much gun rights. And a little bit of capitalism. And Liberty Hangouts went from like Ben Shapiro neocon, and now they're like moving Fuentes Groyper shit. Yeah. <laughs> so many libertarians yeah. are doing that. I hate that shit. <laughs> yeah. It's I don't so understand. Yeah. Like, like Nick Fuentes, he has this crazy cult following. It's the most annoying thing. Like, you really uh, make fun of him, and then, like, you have it's 10 creepy. people just coming at you and, uh, like, defending this guy. Like, I don't see. Dude. This guy is literally a dumbass. Like, he's he's, my, like he's my fucking age. Can you imagine if I had a YouTube show with millions of listeners and people actually followed, like, what I fucking say? Me, of all fucking people. <laughs> That's I can't fucking imagine that. I'd be a horrible leader. I just nobody should listen to me. I'm here for the shit last and thing you deserve. Is that my yeah. <laughs> exactly? It's like 
and the, it's the last thing he deserves as well. It's like nobody oh, sure. should take us seriously to that level. Like it's fucking absurd. Uh, maybe it's a little hypocritical for us to say that as we're all young people currently recording a podcast, but I don't expect us to like blow up and be some huge thing to cause because not even just like he's trying to teach people an ideal he's a figurehead of a movement right now at his and fucking yet. age what no, it's not really about his age i'm more concerned that the fact how i don't know how he behaves that, that he has an army of insults and depressed <laughs> well, people it's, it's really a, sad he's a 22 year old leading an army of 15 year olds no they're not even 15 they're even older they're like your age normally and so, they're just depressed no normally it, they're like I, 16 17 some of them are i'm, I'm actually feeling bad for some of them because they're just so unhappy with their life that they think they can help themselves by having an extreme position in politics or something i don't know i don't fucking feel bad for them they can all fuck themselves <laughs> they wanna, so many of them want to line us up against the wall i don't feel bad for them just because they're a bunch of, I was about to say of that, shit. That, yeah i don't feel bad for them either say about them and yet there is one thing i can give him credit for he doesn't pretend to be libertarian at least yeah that yeah, is a good one that. I mean, I, I recently sent the uh, sent a video of his first episode, where he um, said that he was a libertarian yeah. and individualist, a small L libertarian, not even a, a small big L libertarian and individualist, and still a Republican though. But I mean, he he took the pipeline as well, I guess. Yeah, and I think I I think he's a good example of what Porter just wanted to talk about, and like where that leads you. The, the Bordertarians. Yeah, let's go into that because I want to start off by saying it's okay to have like a nuanced, nuanced position about this because it is, it's a very complicated issue and like there are definitely problems with mass immigration and it's a very, it's very mixed up with statist things. But ultimately, I don't think you can defend like completely closed borders That's because it relies on too much government power and what it leads to is basically a surveillance state, a complete police state, like permanently within you know a certain distance of the border of your country, and it also often requires um, violating property rights. It's not just because yeah. um, one countries don't have property rights; only individuals have property rights, or um, you know organizations of individuals uh, that are voluntarily formed, like businesses and stuff, but. Um, so there is some nuance to it, though, because there is such a thing as like mass importation um, by the government of of foreign immigrants and things like that, and that's also a violation of people's property rights in a sense. Um, but to defend outright closed borders is to defend a police state, basically. I can't support that, and I don't think you can call yourself a libertarian if you do support that. I think that. Um... I mean, there are a lot of really conservative libertarians who want closed borders. And normally in a libertarian society, it would be okay, obviously, if you and your community just say, uh, we don't want any immigrants from these countries here, then you can just shut down your private border and that's okay. But um, a lot of libertarians are thinking having a problem with... Um, with the current government that is having, especially in Europe, we have a strong welfare state and open borders, and it's just not working out because yeah, a lot of people are coming here because of the welfare state, and that obviously sucks. So I would rather have really close borders and a welfare state than a welfare state and open borders. Right, and that's what I mean by there's some nuance to it because yeah, a lot of it is like status interference. 
Yeah, well, I've always said that the solution to that is not building a wall. I mean, the the problem with this has always been like, number one, these people want to get in. A wall is not stopping them. I mean, over the wall that's already been built on the southern border of the United States, people are already finding ways across. That's not really stopping. And you have to take people's property to build this wall. And it, one of the things is also the implication of a wall that can keep people out, can keep people in. And with the way that shit is going right now, in the future, there might be a lot of people trying to get out. And historically, that's what walls have been used for, just as an empirical point. Like, most walls have been used to wall people in, not wall people out. Yeah. Like, East Germany is probably the uh, most recent example, but there have been plenty in history. Yeah, it wasn't to keep West Germans from coming into the glorious <laughs> paradise. Ah, yeah, exactly. uh, yes, it was a great place. All the West Germans <laughs> were going to try crossing the border into yeah. East Germany. It was great. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no. I've always said, the, like, well, not always, but I've been saying this for the last two years, maybe, that if there's a three-pronged solution that's cheaper than building a wall and it's more ethical, and that's end the welfare state, end the drug war, and end the actual wars. Because this migrant Gosh. crisis in Europe started because... Uh, Western countries started fucking up Syria. And yeah, there yeah, wouldn't yeah. be so many war refugees and economic migrants if uh, th- their country wasn't being bombed. Like, how yeah. do you open a business in a country that's being bombed? Like, you don't have a stable economy if you know that your small business might get destroyed or if you might get shot one day. Like, you're the U.S. is inadvertently creating these refugees. There wouldn't be that many there if the, that country wasn't just at war all the time. Like, Iran, Afghanistan, Syria, like, these countries, they're just being attacked. And then the terrorism, don't even get me started on that. That's, like, more of a reaction to what's even happening. Yeah, and right. for, for people moving from south of the border, I mean... Why the fuck is Mexico such a mess? Well, number one, they have a very corrupt state, so the drug war definitely... We, we've seen what a drug war does for corruption. Which we're really all tangled up in, too. That's, yeah. that's America's fault as well. And yeah. so their country is devastated because the drug trade is so profitable down there. It's such a fucked place. It t- you can easily take power away from the cartels, just like we took power away from the mafias by ending prohibition. But instead, we have this drug war where then the ATF is running guns down to the cartels. And then losing uh, them and getting their own people yeah. killed. People, I mean, uh, you know, uh, to I'm be sure honest, the CIA is selling them drugs too. For them to <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all that if uh, I think there were some politicians in Mexico who um, who said that they want to legalize a lot of drugs, not all drugs, but I think a lot of drugs. And I think it would it would not be a surprise if the U.S. intervenes then and maybe overthrows the government if Mexico would legalize a lot of drugs because. Um, I don't know. It, it it's it's so weird. Like U.S. interventionism yeah, is is such a mess. <laughs> I seriously would not put up a CIA name. activity down there if they just yeah. have to legalize a bunch of drugs. Yeah. So you know the country is devastated by the cartels and the drug war, and that it pushes a bunch of people to try and move here to get better opportunities because they can't rebuild their country for shit there. And then you know what do the uh, quote unquote paleocons want to do? Build a wall, not end the drug war. No, they want to continue the drug war because. God forbid someone actually choose what to do with their body. And and the wall requires taking private property. Requires yeah. uh, basically yeah, asset forfeiture and uh, private property, increased taxation, more spending. Yeah, I think if I just I just want to add something like in general to this, um, a lot of statists are thinking that if there's a problem, um, they can fix it by fighting the symptoms of the problem. 
and not yeah. by removing the root of the problem, which would be the drug war and interventionism of Western countries and all that stuff. They're just trying to fight the symptoms, and that's obviously not working because, yeah, that's also not good in, yeah, it's just not working, obviously. And um, because the problem is not going away, you're just um, try to, I don't know how to say it. Um, yeah, the problem definitely is not going away. Yeah, it, <laughs> that's it, a fucking it's not disappearing because you're fighting the symptoms. That's the case. Yeah, and I, I think one more faker tear. Actually, no, two more fakertarians because there's that Facebook page fakertarians, which is incredibly you, ironic. <laughs> yeah, what's before up? you move on, there's one thing I just thought of. So the ATF was running guns into Mexico and then lost them. And then some of the Mexican cartels that got got hold of the guns killed ATF agents. Does that make the cartels Boogaloo boys? Mm. <laughs> yes, they are libertarian heroes. They are black market <laughs> agorists. They are revolutionaries. And I am going to get rated for saying this. <laughs> yeah, they also like having their child slaves, stuff like that, you know. Yeah, perfect. Exactly. Yeah, I and cap as fuck. But, uh, yeah, there's this Facebook page, Fakertarians. I don't know how many of you listened to Part of the Problem. None of you? Nope. No? I, th- I think <laughs> uh, I've heard of them real, before. It's a, it's a really good show. It's a really good podcast. I've heard a couple episodes. And I'm not a regular ho- listener. The host of it was on Stefan Molyneux's show, like, a month and a half ago. And then the Fakertarian page started going after him. So the host, Dave Smith, invites the head of the Fakertarian page to come onto a show and explain his position and talk it out. And this dude, it's funny for a dude who claims to be a Rothbardian and claims to be such a good libertarian, and then he comes in and he's just not a libertarian at all. It it was fucking pathetic. So, you know, what's that Nietzsche quote? Uh, Those who fight monsters, be careful lest you become a monster yourself. Because when you gaze into the abyss, the abyss gazes back at you. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's something like it. Yes, yeah, roughly what, that. What, what did he say? Just generalize it, please, but I... Uh, it was a while since I listened to that, but it was like, he... I don't really remember. I just remember, like, he made an ass out of himself on that show. I can link the episode on the show notes page. It was fucking pathetic listening to him. And he, like... Stefan Molyneux has gone down a very weird path. He went down that weird Bordetarian thing, and then... Very, very odd, but... Before that, he had a very good track record as an anarcho-capitalist and converting people. And he did a lot of good work. And he still does some good work, too, with shit like peaceful parenting. So this guy just, like, completely... Like Molly knew. Yeah. Stop okay. on Molly meme. And he just ignored every good thing that Molly ever did and focused on this one thing that it's... I don't know. It was a weird situation. It's... A, a bit racist, I guess. A, a bit? Uh, <laughs> a bit? <yeah. laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't dropped the N-bomb on Twitter yet. Mm-hmm. Probably will eventually, or maybe he, he hasn't taken guests on it. To get banned. Yeah, the Friends Against Government podcast has been waiting for the noogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the last one, I think, like to go full circle with the fake libertarians, is just to look at how people have been reacting to this pandemic shit. Because, I mean, look at the... Uh, Look at contrarian thought on Instagram. I was about to say, yes, I was hoping we could talk about him. Oh, he wants getting shit on for that. <laughs> and deservedly so. Dude, Australian ANCAP fucking destroyed him and he wasn't even trying. Like, contrarian thought wrote like a 10 page essay in response, <laughs> and Australian ANCAP was still making better points. He was just making memes too. He wasn't even really like <laughs> shitty on him. He was just like making a meme shitty on him, like showing 
hypocrisy was. Yeah, like but those, the memes hit all the weak points. Perfectly. They were. It was so good, yeah. And it was just like those uh, brain-lit Chad memes. <laughs> where it's like, you have some really intricate points. Yes. <laughs> it's like, 10-page paragraph. Ah, you're a retard. <laughs> the best one was the mental gymnastics one. <laughs> Let me find it. I have a screenshot. <laughs> um. And it was so funny. That he literally took, like, the paragraphs from the cherry and thought. That was so, said, that was... And the caption at the top of the picture was an ANCAP and a minarchist, sorry, localist, share how they want the government to react to the virus. And then the ANCAP one was, my research has shown me that the government can't do anything right. Therefore, I do not trust them to run this quarantine. And then the contrarian thought one was, my research has shown me that the government can't do anything right, but... And it was copy and pasted, like, the ten paragraphs ago. Just, like, completely, you can't even read the text. It's just, like, but... Yeah, it was too small, because it was, like, six pictures photoshopped onto one. Is he, like, a minarchist? I mean, he's pretty super... Yeah, I think... Of, I think uh, he's uh, a like contrarian. I DM'd me, told me he was a minarchist, yeah. Yeah. And it's so weird, it's, like... If the federal government was doing this, he'd be against it. But with all the tyranny that's been going on at the local level, that's somehow the right response just because it's happening locally. Instead of, like, tyranny is tyranny, no matter what. I mean, yeah, that, that was me back when I was a minarchist. Yeah, that's like, the problem with, with minarchists. They're they yeah. just not consistent. Uh, that's the problem. Yeah, I know. Like, as a minarchist, I was technically okay with, like, some authoritarian policies if it was done, like, locally and, like, there's consensus to it. And but it then, got a bit icky about their... shouldn't the minarchist really position to be harder on your local governments? Because they're the ones that are supposed to be more accountable and you're trying to be showing that these are the people that we need in charge, not the federal government. No, the minarchists are basically. Uh, no, but I'm saying bootlickers. shouldn't that be their position? They're, they're, they're not bootlickers. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, not, they're not boot, uh, bootlickers for state troopers and for federal agents, but they are sucking the cock of their local sheriffs. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that, violence yeah, against peaceful me. people is okay if the neighborhood cops do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the minarchist position. Yeah, yeah exactly. If, if uh, my neighbor is shooting me, it's okay. Yeah, if your dog shits on your lawn, you know, I mean, if their dog shits on your lawn, you just shoot them. Probably right, bitch. <laughs> no. <laughs> and that's oh, yeah. how 15-year-old Ann Cap looks. Um, <laughs> regarding, regarding bootlicking, I think then we can maybe skip the, the second topic we had and maybe move on to, to the Tim, first. I don't, Tim, I don't, don't want to hear about your weird German fetishes about leather. Wait, wait. Oh, sorry. Peter just reminded, or no, actually it was Jay who said something about the 15-year-old Ann Cap. We should probably talk about that's another form of I don't want to say fake oh, yeah, friends okay, of liberty because they're not exactly fake like they don't have bad intentions but yeah, they are they're definitely not, they're this not is like the one last category enough. we can talk about there are like, definitely some younger libertarians on Instagram especially who like the ideas appeal to them but they're not that educated in it and they misrepresent them sometimes yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. they might fall enough hey, violent the revolution is libertarian. <laughs> yeah, they they are mostly just in their edge lord phase when they're like fourteen or fifteen, and they think exactly. that a lot of stuff is uh, funny, and yeah. therefore they in are, four years they're going to they become are, a normal. Like, yeah, and they, you know, yeah, yeah, and so they're just they ignoring like some that. principles, and that kind of sucks. Yeah, right. Yeah, and those are the people who are suspect like susceptible to become groipers and stuff like that. The actual authoritarians, <laughs> like which yeah. we've been seeing, which we have been seeing for sure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, we can get to how to talk to the police, because this one is, um, 
this is a really big issue right now. Yeah, speaking in, of your neighborhood cops. Yeah, because in most <laughs> localities, your cops will stop you just for being out on the street. And that's, uh, most people don't know how to talk to the police at all. Uh, this is something that I've been ranting a lot about lately, and I had it on my The first thing is, don't talk to the police. Just, just don't. Never talk to them. These people are not your friends. It doesn't matter how friendly they might be. They're trying to con you. It's in the Miranda rights. You have the right to remain silent. Whatever you say can and will be held against you. Can and will be held against you. So whatever you say without a lawyer present advising you, don't do it. But if a cop pulls you over, you do not have a single laugh from that. Really? What did you say? I said titties. Cannon will be no, not funny. <laughs> oh my god! Come on, <laughs> man! That's yeah. not funny. <laughs> we also know actual face. Not again. I just slid back to being an eighth grader. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Like, uh, come on now. That's like twelve year old <laughs> It's not Dude, that's funny joke anymore. You made. <laughs> oh my god, dude! What the fuck? <laughs> okay, so where were we? Yeah. Oh yeah, Where was I? Where was I? Don't um, don't don't talk I, I don't with know, them. Yeah, yeah, don't with them. If the cops pull you over, usually I'm the one that interrupts people for a joke. This is refreshing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if the cops pull you over, you don't have an option not to talk to them, because <laughs> that is going to end very poorly for you. We've seen videos of cops busting down the window of a car because the driver refused to open it, which legally you don't have to open the window for a cop. And they just busted it open, opened the door, and dragged him out of his car. You have to talk to the police to some extent. So there's a guide on how to talk to the police. This is something that uh, these two lawyers out of California, they specifically deal with like defending people against marijuana cases. And their Instagram is Pot Brothers at Law. And they have this thing called the script, where basically it is summed up to shut the fuck up. Don't speak. But the rules are, the cop, he's probably going to try making small with you. Especially right now, since he wants to figure out where the hell you're going. You're supposed to tell him, I'm not here to talk about my day officer. Do not give them anything. If they ask you where you're going, if you're in a locality where you have to justify where you're fucking lie. They can't get into your head. There are essential places open that you could be going to any number of So... Don't tell them what. You don't have to go thereafter. Don't be a goody two-shoes. Lie to the pigs because they lie to you. Tell them you're going to the grocery store. Tell them you're going to the gas station, the pharmacy. I don't fucking know what. Just tell them that you're going somewhere that's essential. Because they can't stop you from being out on the street. They have understood throughout all of this bullshit that despite how much power they want to grab, they cannot lock you in your home without letting you go buy food. Because that is going to end very poorly for them. It's a good way to start riots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very good way. Hungry people start riots. and that is his- Which, who knows, they might start anyway, because today's April 1st, and the beginning of the month is when a lot of rent is due, and right now there's a um, you know, permanent bar, I don't know what to call it, what they're calling it exactly, a moratorium on rent, basically. Yeah. Like, you can't, you can't evict people right now, so a couple million Americans didn't pay rent today. <laughs> And I mean, we as capitalists, we shouldn't comment on on that because it's definitely a fault of capitalism that all the uh, stores are empty <laughs> and that people can't pay their rent. So shut the fuck up! We're not doing April Fools on the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's, <laughs> especially since this is not going up today, so that's going to be dated in two days. 
Because, like, <laughs> so the government's basically with the lockdowns. They basically screw it so they get uh, all the people paying rent out of jobs so they can't pay rent. And then the landlords can't do this. And then uh, the landlords can't pay the bank. And then the banks end up having to go to the government and getting money. And all this does is it creates an infinite cycle of debt, which I think the government wants that. It's a perfect Keynesian policy. Yeah, yeah one, of, one of the best memes around right now is... um. It was a tweet from somebody who's like, we're a bunch of paycheck to paycheck employees living in apartments owned by paycheck to paycheck landlords <laughs> working for paycheck to paycheck corporations, whole economy full of broke bitches. Whose idea was this? It's like the John Maynard Keynes looking around. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that one. But back to the cops. Once you lie and they're not letting you go. You have to ask the question then, because they can indefinitely detain you for whatever. Habeas corpus, the, gov- been, the government has wiped their ass with that years ago. They, Thanks, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. A cop can arrest you for literally anything. And if you resist, then they arrest you for resisting arrest, even though the original arrest was over nothing. So <laughs> it's a nice little legal loophole they get to play into. So you have to ask the ever-important question, am I being detained or am I free to go? Because if you're being detained, that's when you shut the fuck up. You invoke your Fifth Amendment protections, and you refuse to speak without a lawyer present, because they are going to try to get you to say anything, anything to get you to fuck up. They did that to Richard Jewell back with the, uh, in, Al- in Atlanta in the 90s. There was like some big event. I don't remember what it was. Clint it was the Olympics. Tweeted. Yeah, the- I didn't know it was the Olympics or not. I forgot. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it was, was the, the Atlanta the Olymp- Olympics. Yeah. He was the security guard at the Olympics, and there was this crazy, like, uh, white nationalist domestic terrorist that planted a nail bomb under one of the benches or something. And Richard Jewell found a backpack there, and he found it, and he called in the bomb squad to disarm it, and he helped them avoid a catastrophe. Like, only five people died, and a couple people got injured, but he prevented a lot more people from dying by finding that. And the FBI decided, no, this is our guy. We have to get him. And so they tricked him into coming in to film, like, a, an instructional video for security guards where they made him read out a script that basically made him indict himself. And he was like, should I have a lawyer present? They're like, no, no, you don't need to. Don't worry about this. And then they spliced the footage to make it sound like a confession. So huh. cops will do anything to make you talk, to make you say anything that could indict yourself because that is their paycheck they are incentivized to do that so you shut the fuck up and you wait for a lawyer preferably not a public defendant but if that's all you can get and still try to say as little as you can and if you're I mean, in the back of the cops cruise, hate public de- cops hate public defendants so that means they must be doing something right well public defendants hate their own job and they're over cases i'm not saying <laughs> public defendants are bad people but it's because they just have so many people on their that they can't properly defend you. Yeah, they have to deal with like one person every minute or something, or even her yeah. 30 seconds. And hey, tragedy of the things. commons. There you go, yeah. Oh yeah, they're publicly owned lawyers. It's I wouldn't say publicly owned, they're not <laughs> slaves, but they're publicly owned. <laughs> I own you. <laughs> they're not owned. It's not a park. <laughs> But yeah, preferably don't get a public defendant, but if it's all you can get because you're broke like most of us are, limit what you say. And that's how you talk to the police. You don't. 
you limit what you say, you say what you say, you say it's smart, and just avoid them. Avoid them when you can. I'm not saying don't go outside during a lockdown because fuck that shit. If you want to go outside, get some fucking fresh air. I understand being locked in the house all day makes you go fucking crazy. Go do something outside. Go enjoy the day. But if you see a cop coming your way, remember, this is a man who can end up shooting you because you said the wrong thing to him. So just be careful. Or because you did a wrong move with your hands. Yeah, of course. You know, if you're, <laughs> if you're a drunk guy in a lockdown, I was making you play. And he shoots you five times in the head because you were crawling the wrong way. <laughs> and then he gets a $2,500 a month bonus because he has PTSD from that. Someone put his address out somewhere. Someone should um, uh, make use of that information. That would be very make, unfortunate. Someone should, some cookies. someone should make him some cookies and bring it to help him deal with his PTSD. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Poor uh, so what was Philip Rayford of Mesa, Arizona. Yeah. yeah. Also, is how you pronounce the last Rayford? name, yeah. Philip if they Philip. if they if they stop you, you should definitely uh, you should definitely let let your dog run away as fast as possible. <laughs> no, they'll shoot it otherwise, they they will like fear they for your life, and <laughs> and if they fear for their life, they will probably shoot your dog and maybe shoot you as well. Yeah, by it's accident possible. you end up Even getting shot. Chihuahua, five I don't times. know. They especially shoot Chihuahuas. I don't know. I would shoot a Chihuahua myself, but not because like threatened. Those things are annoying as hell. Honestly, I don't think it's a bad thing they suck chihuahuas. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I'm find his address right now so we can just put it on the show if somebody wants to, you know. So you can censor it again? No, I'm not censoring this one. <laughs> no. Hmm. Hey, Jay, how do yes. you inform the police that you have a firearm? Oh, I yeah. pull it on them. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's a Howcast. Oh, you know what? That'll make a good thumbnail. The what's it called? Howcast thing. Uh, you, you guys seen the meme, right? Where some guy in a car yeah. and then it was like, yeah, you know what? Uh, anyways, let's move on. All right, this is Philip L. Brailsford of 9834 East Empress Avenue, Mesa, Arizona, 85285852, neighborhood Mesa East, P.O. Box 52875 of Mesa, Arizona, 85280144 in the neighborhood of Arizona Skies Mobile Estates East. Good job. So, that yeah. was fast. It's, it's very easy to find someone's information online. I could find like your address very quickly, Porter. I bet. We're gonna you're gonna try that after the show. I will. Uh, so Strati found, like found me because I was registered to vote when I was 18. Thanks. That's how easy it is to find somebody. Why is why is your voting records public online? What the fuck? At least here in Canada it's not. Anyway, uh, do you all want to talk on the last topic, or should we just wrap it up here? Uh, the last thing is the other okay. one. We can wrap it up. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're up on forty-six minutes. So, um, Tim, since you're the begrudging host, begrudging okay. of this episode, roll us out of here. Oh, that's <laughs> perfect. I just spilled my beer. Okay, okay. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for for listening to the Insurrectioning podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, please donate to my Patreon. And if you have some more topics uh, we should talk about, please give us a DM on Instagram. Yeah, and uh, something we forget to mention at the 
on YouTube and iTunes. Leave us a like and a review. It really helps the show. Uh, I haven't checked our iTunes reviews in a while, but some of you have been leaving it. They're nice. They're nice. Make, leave a comment, yeah. too. It helps make the show seem a little bit more yeah, real. Subscribe like to thoughts. us on YouTube. Yeah, show the show yeah, to also, your parents. We did, we show hit, the show to your brother. Show the show do to not your show your, Do not know. show the show to your parents. Okay, probably okay. not to your parents, but to your brother and to your sister and your, to your, to your grandma. I don't care. Porter, what were you saying? If you think Peter should start an OnlyFans, let us know in the YouTube comments. <laughs> yes. No, I'm the worst person to do that. Come on now. No, Peter, Peter will to do one. Peter, you have to pu uh, publish your Unabomber selfies on there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those would be good. That's why I want you to start an OnlyFans <laughs> for those mm. specifically. Just wearing hoodies and sunglasses in every single picture. Okay, we're rolling this one out. See you guys later. <laughs>